Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. Monday press conferences are usually a review of of the Sunday game. And today you'll get a little bit of that, but you also get a little bit of pitching it forward and moving towards the Thursday night game because this is a short week for the Carolina Panthers. And as you may have read, I'm sure that you did, uh, Christian McCaffrey was back out at practice wearing a 22 jersey for a moment before switching into a red injured jersey. Um, my take, and I, I'm not really reporting this, this is just my own personal opinion, I don't think he's going to be back on Sunday. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense for him to, or I'm sorry, on Thursday. I don't think that makes a lot of sense uh, for him to come back, especially with the weather forecast being very rainy for the Panthers-Falcons game on Thursday night. High ankle sprain, give him a couple days. He can go out there, he can practice with the team, he can get more acclimated, but I, I do think it makes a lot more sense. Hold him out for this Thursday, let him get 10 more days. He gets an extra bonus day of practice next week after that mini-buy, and then boomtown, here we go. It's Christian McCaffrey time, and maybe he will be coming back to a 4-4 four and four team Today you'll be hearing from Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Brian Burns, and um, Greg Little, who I, I think is always someone interesting to talk to because he has such a uh, such an interesting career path right now. Obviously, a second round pick was drafted as kind of the franchise, the next franchise left tackle. The team goes out and trades for Russell Okung, putting him on the back burner, and and I think that he has played a lot better. This year than he did last year. Maybe the expectations are a little bit lower. Maybe it's just another year of practice, another year of reps. Uh, maybe it's better coaching. Who knows? But I think that Greg Little showed a lot on Sunday when he came in uh, in replacement of Okung, who went out with a calf injury. Okung doesn't practice today, Monday. So I would assume that you're going to see Greg Little starting a left tackle on Thursday night. And this, to me, is a good way to look at this young team. You're getting an evaluation. You're getting to see young players getting better over the course of a season. And then Russell Kuhn may not be a huge part of this team's future, but Greg Little could be. And so if you can see him look the part of an NFL left tackle, that's a good thing for this Carolina Panthers team. Anyway, I'll let you hear it straight from Matt Rule on It Is What It Is, powered by the Riot Report. Yeah, man, I'll go right with the elephant in the room. Christian McCaffrey out on the practice field in a red jersey. Uh, obviously, he's still on IR, I guess. Uh, what are your expectations for him as far as possibly being ready for Thursday? Um, I, I think it's a possibility. Um, you know, that's sort of out of my hands. I'm hopeful that, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll have him. Someone else have a question for Coach? Yeah, Coach, just to be clear, uh, is, was he uh, designated for return today? Is that something that has to happen before he can uh, actually, like, practice practice? Yeah, he, he was not designated for return. Yeah, he was um, – he has to do that before he can practice. All right, let's go to Mike Slarte next. Thanks, Preston. Coach, um, 
is there a, I guess, a benefit to this kind of being a short week? You can, you have no choice but to purge Sunday and, and get on to Thursday. Yeah, I don't want to purge Sunday. I, I, I want to learn from it. Um, you know, um, uh, I think there's a lot of things for us, to, you know, to take away from the game. So, you know, we came in. I know a lot of teams like to just move ahead quickly to the, ne- you know, the next opponent. We, you know, we didn't. We um, we talked about. You know, we talked about the good things and the bad things that are, that were involved in the game because there's a lot of both, and um, um, and then we and then we move forward. So, uh, you know, I, I'll always believe that uh, the best thing you can do for your team is just keep trying to improve, and the best way to improve is to learn from, um, you know, the way that you play, both good and bad. So, you know, I, I tried to make sure we took some time, and you know, I think some guys were maybe not real happy about that. You know, in, in a good way, guys want to move forward, but. Um, best way to move forward is, you know, is to learn from the past, in my opinion. Let's go to Joe Person and then Jason Huber. Matt, given that it's a short week, uh, would you think, and Christian didn't practice today, would you think that might make him unlikely? And then I have one more quick one. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to. Like, like I said, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, I, he says there's a possibility. I said I, I'm hopeful. You know, it's, again, it's not me. It's, the, it's when he's cleared by uh you know by the doctors and trainers and all that stuff so um yeah so i'm I'm just waiting and as soon as they say he can go he'll go and then just a couple transactional things you guys did today could you sort of explain uh, the move with seth roberts and then i know josh hawkins had something on social media without a mask uh out in public at a club did that factor into the decision to release him um, you know, I, I think with, you know, both of those transactions, you know, we, we appreciate those guys and all that they did for us. And, um, you know, I just, you know, we, I would just say we thought it was in the best interest of the team, you know, to, to move forward. So, um, you know, we made both those moves. Hey, Matt, uh, just wondering, do you have any uh, update on Russell Kuhn and with this being a short week, uh, what, where is it kind of at with him? Yeah, just just with the injury report. I mean, he didn't practice today. Um, you know, that's 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 really where it's at right now. You know, he he didn't practice. How how do you feel with uh, Greg Little stepping in for the rest of the game yesterday? I thought Greg did a lot of great things. Um, you know, he's uh, you know, I you know, I hate when our players go down, but but I feel as good about Greg going out there as you know as anyone. He he prepares hard. He plays hard. Um, he's uh, the more he plays, the better he gets. So I feel. Um, Feel very confident in Greg. All right, let's go to Steve Reed and then Miles Simmons. Hey Matt, just one more thing on, on Christian. Is there any thought to hey you're you know you're on a short work week Thursday, you know if you rest him you you could have ten more days to make sure he's healthy. Is there any any of that thought that goes into this decision for Thursday night? Um, you know the decisions as I said is made by the doctors and trainers so I think it's just a matter of you know when he's healthy you know if you, if you know Christian um, he wants to play so um, as soon as they re- you know release him and say he's good to go he's he'll go hey Matt uh, Brian Burns got another strip sack yesterday do you, do you feel like he's coming into his own as a part of your defense and just getting more comfortable in it very pleased with Brian Burns um, you know, he is, he is uh, a tremendous pass rusher. Um, the thing I like most about Brian is that he's trying to become a, you know, develop and become a complete player um, who's dominant for, you know, 
great, great lengths of the game, not just, you know, for, you know, uh, a play here and a play there. And so um, some of the things he did in the run game to me were, were really good. So, you know, so some of the things he did in the pass game that you don't see with the sacks, he did really good. So um, I'm pleased with him. And the biggest thing I'm pleased with is he's, he's trying to make sure he's a complete player. Let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then Josh Klein. Hey, Matt. Um, hope you're well. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Um, first, uh, if Christian is back, uh, have you all thought about how you might factor, how you might um, work with Mike Davis and Christian? Yeah, I think I think um, whenever Christian is back, um, you know, we'll use both guys. Uh, Mike has Mike has certainly proven that he um, deserves to play and. Um, you know, we've, we've talked at, you know, talked at great lengths about how to utilize both those guys on the field. I think when you have Mike, you have Christian, and now you, you add in Curtis Samuel, three guys who can play running back and also play receiver. Um, you know, we can be in a multitude of personnel groupings, um, that, 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 you know, the defense has to prepare for. So, um, you know, we're excited about those possibilities. And, and what do you think about, uh, you know, you coach Sam Franklin for a year, at Temple, what do you think about his journey and, and getting to where he is now? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I obviously hadn't followed him very much after I left. You know, I followed the team, you know, here and there, but didn't didn't know much about Sam. You know, as we were going through the, you know, where he was, as we were going through the draft process, you know, he was uh, on the board based upon the scouts, and uh, he was seven, someone that uh, Evan Cooper, you know, said from the very beginning, you know, that we thought could be that big nickel position that uh, Chin is playing. And so um, signed him undrafted, put him there. And uh, right away, you know, Chase, the special teams guys, you know, fell in love with him because he doesn't get tired. Uh, he loves to play football. Um, you know, he gets in, you know, he's he, he kind of moves from that big nickel because he played linebacker at Temple to, to safety. So you think about it, he, he's playing safety in an, in an NFL game and hadn't really played that. Um, uh, prior to that and is you know just getting better and better and better every week and um yeah it was stood out on the tape at times you know running to the ball flashing tackling their backs um thought he played a, a very good game that did a lot of great things and um um i think you know i think it's just the beginning for him he's got the right skill set and the right mentality he's a he's a tough guy that 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 just 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 works and plays uh, Matt, after you get a chance, or you've gotten a chance, obviously, to watch the tape from yesterday, um, what did you see in terms of run defense? And obviously, you guys have been hurt by injuries up front. Um, you never want to make excuses, but, you know, you're missing KK and YGM and, and other guys up front. How much of a difference does that make? You know, I mean, we got to, you know, I have confidence in the guys that are here. And I think our issues in the run in run defense um, are 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 – consistent when we've had issues you know some games we like against the bears we've had really good run defense and it's just simply you know we're a one gap defense you know and so it's um it's pretty simple everybody get in your gap defend your gap and there's nowhere to run the football and it's just a guy getting out of his gap a guy leaving his gap too early and and, and plays hitting and um you know while the while the total numbers you know maybe weren't terrible um and i don't have it broken up by half um you know, there were there were some timely ones obviously that bothered us, and so um, 
and it's just it's just a matter of the discipline of getting in our gaps when we blitz you know guys getting in their gaps and it's the same problem you know we played the Falcons two weeks ago we had and so um we have to have tremendous accountability and ownership to say hey I'm, I'm going to do my job I'm going to get in my gap you know that being said I thought I thought they adjusted you know I thought Phil adjusted well in the second half and um you know to hold to hold them to six points in the second half I thought uh, we did some different things um but it really comes down to just, you know, uh, everyone get in their gap, do their job. And, and, and I have no issue with how hard we played. I thought we played really, really hard. But too many, you know, too many, hey, hey my bad plays that, that popped. And so we, we just all have to, you know, get a little bit better this week in terms of just handling our responsibility. And just a, a quick kind of similar but not exactly the same follow-up. Um, what did you see from a Darius Taylor uh, over the course of the last few weeks that's that's wanted you to get him on the field a little bit more uh ag's a tremendous you know he's a tough guy he's a football player uh, we have a package that he plays in um that was one of the packages we just used a little bit more yesterday um uh but uh you know he's he's physical on special teams and um um you know and it does a good job. And I thought when he got in the game yesterday, I was really pleased with his effort. I thought he played hard, played fast, got to the ball, was violent at the ball. So uh, I was really pleased seeing him out there. Now let's go to Elena Getzenberg and then Skylar Callahan. I asked the fun question of the day. Um, what went into your outfit yesterday going back to the smock? And should we expect to see that this week? It was in my locker. So I, I put it on. Um, um, I just uh, it was there and and uh, the guys were wearing white and I just thought I like the color I like when our guys wear you know so nothing much more than that. Sure, is it a one-time thing? Then anything? Yeah, I don't. I really don't spend too much time thinking about what I'm gonna wear. I ask these uh, questions. <laughs> I, I um I uh I uh I literally wear the same thing every game usually and then uh, I saw that and I I really like our our uh, inactive players and guys warming up. Where 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 was the sleeve version of that, and I liked it, so I, I it was in my locker, so I put it on. So I, I don't know what I'll wear. I really I'll get I'll get in there Thursday and grab whatever's in there. Hey Matt, Curtis Samuel caught I think all six of his targets on Sunday. Um, it came up big a couple times on third down. What did you see with him, and did you notice a difference with him out there out there on the field compared to last week when he wasn't? Yeah, I think we were sixty seven percent on third down. Uh, Curtis is a clutch player. He's a, uh, he's a tough guy. He finds a way to make huge catches. The, the first drive, the scramble. I mean, he, he goes down to get that ball knowing he might get hit. Um, I think his ability to control the middle of the field on third down and create mismatches and all those things is, uh, is hugely important. And so, um, um, you know, it was great to have him back out there. Let's go to Joe person for the next question. And that um, there were a couple spot calls yesterday that kind of went against you guys. Obviously, you challenged the one. I'm wondering what the explanation was uh, on that one with Kamara. And then were you a little surprised how quickly the Breeze touchdown got confirmed? And did you get any explanation on that one? Yeah, I got I got no real explanation on the um, on the uh, one that I challenged. You know, I um, I you know I. I I'm assuming it was just the angles, you know, I mean, there's only so many angles that you can see. And so I, you know, I, I was hesitant to challenge something in the second half that wasn't clear cut, but with the way that they had been, you know, uh, or, you know, I think it was, that was the second half, right? The game starts to fly by me. I'm, I'm on to Atlanta already. 
but um, you know, with the way they had been moving the ball, I thought that was an opportunity, you know, and uh, with his foot stepping out of bounds, I hope that we would get that call, which, you know, but uh, there's not much explanation beyond that. And then um, just the one at the end, you know, obviously, you know, the guys, the players were yelling for me to challenge it. You know, you don't challenge scoring plays. They review them yourselves. And so I was just waiting to hear. And then they said uh, they confirmed it upstairs. And so, um, you know, once that happened, there was not much, you know, you know, really no recourse for me. On the replays, as you watched them today, did you feel like you know, they were bad spots? I really, uh, I really, I don't even kind of after that, I don't even think that way. I'm just kind of like I move on from it. Like, um, it's really the only way I can, you know, I can, I can survive is just kind of move on and, 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 um, just, uh, just, just worry about the football, worry about the, you know, the things that we did right and wrong. So, um, I can understand the angles, you know, uh, of, of, you know, I understand there's, it's hard in terms of TV and all those different things. Guys, we have time for two more. So let's go to Elena Getzenberg and then go to Miles Simmons to wrap it up. Hey, Matt, I was just wondering with the short week, is there anything, you know, how this is the first time you've been in this situation. Is there anything where you're approaching it differently or kind of just treating it as like today a normal Wednesday for you or kind of how are you approaching it? Yeah, so um, you know, just like when we went out to, uh, just like when we went out to Los Angeles to play the Chargers, you know, I used um, Coach Coughlin's uh, West Coast schedule, which is different than a lot of people. A lot of people go out two days early. I used what we did at the Giants, and I, I thought we played well. I'm using our exact, um, you know, Thursday, uh, uh, Thursday night game schedule from when I was at the Giants. We, we actually came down and played uh, the Panthers on a Thursday night here in, in, at um, Bank of America stadium. And um, I liked the, the schedule. Uh, I, I remember leaving that game saying, Hey, this was probably our best game that year. Um, so I just kind of took that same approach. So um, yeah, today, today was first and second down and we'll just keep, you know, stay on our normal schedule. Like, you know, as if today was a Wednesday. At, uh, at guard uh, without John Miller yesterday, what did you think of uh, Daly and Scott playing there? I thought they did well. Um, it was good to have Dennis Daly back out there. It was good to see him play. I thought uh, he did a good job and um, will only get better and better and better with more reps, more time. And, and uh, you know, Trent Scott's got to be one of the, you know, one of our, um, you know, better signings in terms of his, his versatility to go from playing left tackle to left guard to, you know, he's out all week. He shows up on Friday for walkthrough and, 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 you know, Hey, we need you to back up at right guard. So um, he's a, he's a football guy. And I appreciate that about him. He, 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 uh, he's extremely versatile. Teddy, you, uh, uh, Matt Rule was just on with us. He said uh, he's he's hopeful that Christian McCaffrey might play Thursday night. Um, obviously, it's up to the trainers, but uh, how uh, eager would you to be to see him out there? Oh, man, um, it'll be exciting to see Christian back out there if he's able to go. Um, he's been working extremely hard. I know he's itching to get back out there. So, um, you know, whenever he's out there, you know, the guys will be excited. Uh, we've been watching him over the past couple of weeks. and. Um, I'm excited that, you know, he's been making the progress that he's making. Let's go to Skylar Callahan for the next one. Hey, Teddy, it seemed like you and Curtis kind of got a good connection going 
yesterday. He caught all six of his targets. And just wanted to know, did you see any bit of a difference in the offense with him on the field versus with him off the field last week? You know, Curtis is one of the, the – the key guys in his offense. Uh, he, he does a lot of things that help his offense go. Um, so whenever he's out there, you know, uh, he's making plays. He's so consistent with everything he's doing. So, um, you know, you notice a, a difference when he's out there. Um, you know, he's making plays when his number is called, like he's been doing all year. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Jonathan Alexander. Teddy, what's your short week um, kind of routine? Like how how long do you look at yesterday's tape? How quickly are you are you already on to Atlanta? Yeah, um, you know yesterday's tape. You know you watch it either last night or this morning, and then got to turn the page. Um, it's a short week. Um, luckily, it's a team that uh, we're familiar with. Um, we played a couple weeks ago, but um, you know they don't have the same coach, so um, we understand that you know uh, this is a team that probably feels like. You know, we we they let one get away when they played against us last time. So um, we want to make sure that we approach this week with the right mindset, being smart, uh, getting guys healthy to be able to play Thursday. And physically, do you do anything different? Um, you know, being that you just played a game, you know, yesterday you, you try to treat the days. You got to combine some days uh, this week. You know, so um, whether it's training wise, you might treat today like a Wednesday or Thursday. Different guys treat it different ways, but um. You definitely want to make sure that you're just feeling good come Thursday. We understand that, you know, some guys are going to be banged up. You know, Sunday was a, a physical game, and it's a short week. But um, the ultimate goal is just get out there Thursday and win. Hey, what's up, Teddy? Hope you're doing well, man. Um, I know you said you you had turned the page on yesterday's game, but I'm wondering if you could just um, – if I could ask you this. Um, the sack on that third down play, what was supposed to happen on that play? And what might you all have done differently, or was or was the Saints scheme? Did it, did they just draw it out well? No, honestly, um, no. We called a great play. Uh, if you watch the tape, I think Curtis was, you know, going to score a touchdown. Um, but uh, we we called the perfect protection. Uh, they just ran a game, and um, you know, it was a game that fell into you know the quarterback. Um, you know, me as a quarterback, I think all I could really do is try to throw the ball but I couldn't throw it over Ian's head or anything or didn't have anyone in the boundary to throw it over their head. It would have been intentional grounding. So in that situation, it's like, man, you're going to take the sack, just try to minimize the loss. But um, you know, ultimately, you know, you wish that you could have avoided the sack altogether. So uh, it was just one of those deals where, you know, the Saints had a good scheme. They ran a good game on that play uh, that tested, you know, our protection and uh, got a matchup that they liked, and uh, they got to the quarterback. Go to Miles Simmons and then David Newton. Teddy, um, sort of random question here, but uh, notice that at least since training camp, you, know, you guys have gone to uh, Taylor Moten after you score a touchdown, handle the ball, and then he spikes it. Can you explain sort of what that's about and why you guys love handing him the ball and doing that so much? Yeah, the the most spike. Um, you know, we just talk about you know playing for one another. You know. And, Timo spiking the ball is just, you know, our guys who score, t- scoring, who score touchdowns recognizing that, you know, there are other guys who made this happen. So, uh, you know, we, we like, you know, seeing Timo spike the ball. Uh, those guys get a, a kick out of it. And, um, you know, it's just fun for the guys. You know, we talk about 
you know, all 11 guys, you know, uh, getting the credit. So ultimately, Timo spiking the ball is our way of showing all 11 guys receiving credit. And if I could follow up real quick on that. I mean, is, is there something to wanting to celebrate a touchdown just given how hard you guys work and how hard it is to even score one of them? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure you know, a lot of guys have been a part of games where you might not have scored a touchdown at all. So, you know, whenever you can, you know, touch the paint, you know, it's a reward to, you know, the entire offense, the entire team, you know, of how hard, you know, you've worked each drive. So um, just, you know, refreshing to see the guys celebrate, have fun, see number smiles and get to find out who can dance, who can't dance, who can spike the ball, who can't. So. Hey, Danny, we all know you can dance, so we're, we're good with that, and I appreciate your time today. Um, Matt always talks about what's next. Um, how, what's that mean to you, and how does that help, particularly when you're coming off a tough loss in a short week? You know, honestly, it speaks for itself. Um, you know, you can't dwell on yesterday, with, especially with the short week. You know, usually you might have Monday to watch the film thoroughly. Uh, Tuesday, you might still be thinking about it, but you know, it's like, man, we got a game in a couple of days. So, you know, you got to turn that page and, and shift your focus to the Atlanta Falcons. You know, it's a team who, you know, they're getting some guys healthy as well. So um, and we want to make sure that we come out with the right mindset. And what's unique about Matt from other coaches you've been around? You know, uh, Coach Rue, he, he's, he's a guy who he's just loves the process, you know, and he loves just learning each and every day throughout the process. You know, um, this is his first year coaching in the NFL as a head coach with no no true offseason, uh, just training camp and, and regular season. And, you know, for him to be able to just adjust on the fly, uh, I really like that about him. Um, you know, he's taking care of his guys, but at the same time, he's being tough. You know, uh, he's laying a foundation in the process. And I think, you know, it's good for the guys to have a coach like Coach Rui here. Hi right, guys, we only have time for three more. So let's go to Joe Person and then Sharon Thorslin. Finish with Jason Huber. Eddie, understanding you want to flush it and whatnot, but how tough these have these last two weeks been to to kind of move on from? Considering y'all, you know, had a shot in the fourth quarter and, and couldn't quite get it done. Um, honestly, you know, you you you're forced to move on. Um, it's just the nature of the season. You can't let one week lead into the next. But I can say, man, it's like, you know, we, we, we have a good football team here. It's just we're, we're so close to being a great football team. And the great football team find a way to win those close games. And I think if you look at the last couple of games, we've had an opportunity as an offense. And honestly, all season, we had an opportunity as an offense to, to finish on the field. And we've come up short. So, um in order to take that next step, we got to figure out what it is for us to, to make that jump. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's about us pointing the finger at ourselves and understanding that, you know, we control our own destiny. You know, we control the results of these games. Um, even if things may not go the way we want them to go for the first three quarters, if you look at the tape, you know, in all of these games, we've, have not, we've had an opportunity to either put a team away or go down and score the title game and or go down and score to take the lead. And um, some of those games we've done it, some of those games we've come up short. So I think if we could just take that next step uh, and finish games, put teams away, uh, we'll really be a great team.
You take that personally too, because no matter, it, obviously we all know it's a team game, but they always talk about the fourth quarter comebacks and so forth. It's really become a quarterback stat. Yeah, definitely. We take it personal, but at the same time, we take it personal as an organization. Um, we don't want to be, you know, a team that's coming up short. Um, you know, we want to, you know, change the narrative. Uh, we want to be a team that's, you know, dominating for all three quarters and putting the game away in the fourth, but going down and win a game, you know, in the fourth. So um, at the end of the day, we can't just talk about it, though. Uh, we got to make sure when those opportunities present themselves on Sundays, like we got to really put it away and, and finish. So um, I can definitely say, man, you know, the last two weeks have, have left a bad taste in our mouth. But you know, at the same time, we can't dwell on it too long. All we can do is learn from it and uh, try to be better moving forward. Let's go to Sharon and then Jason before we wrap it up. Hey, Teddy. Uh, the Falcons, as you know, I'm sure lost another heartbreaker yesterday. It seems like they've been dealing with this all season long. Does, does that make them even a, a more dangerous team coming in here on Thursday night? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially with them being a divisional opponent. They know us and uh, we know them. So um, it's one of those deals where you watch their games and, you know, it's games that, you know, they're close to, to, to winning. So, you know, that speaks volumes, you know, of them that, you know, they're in these games. They may have a lead or they may be playing from behind, but, you know, it's a team that won't quit. Uh, they won't go away. So understand that it's going to take all four quarters uh, to win this game. Teddy, on, on Falcons, how much, I mean, with as much as you've been able to see so far, has their defense – kind of change in these last three weeks they got healthy and it seems like they, I mean their defense has started playing better what what's different about them that you've seen so far no honestly it's just a team that that plays well together um like you say they've gotten healthy um you know from the last time we played them you know they've been doing some things well they've been getting to the quarterback they've been forcing turnovers so um you know we want to make sure that you know going into this game Thursday we make sure that there's an emphasis on protecting the quarterback, protecting the football. And we do those things well. You know, we can rush the football against these guys and we'll put ourselves in a position to win. Frank, you hear us now? Yeah, All right, perfect. There's been a lot of butts in this seat. All right, guys. Uh, Blue Rose, first question. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. How you doing, Brian? What's up? Hey, there. I don't know if you saw this or if you did or if you yesterday. I think it was a tweet with Breeze saying that the that he was inactive. That the Saints didn't need him to come and, and punt. It was kind of a shot at you guys defensively. Wondered if you had any reaction or if you'd seen Who? <laughs> Thomas Morstead, the Saints punter. I don't care. All right, let's go to Miles Simmons and then Jason Huber. Uh, Brian, every sack that you've had so far this year has also caused a fumble. What uh, have you been doing to make that work? Um, just being aware of where the ball's at, um, most, well, pretty much all the time. Um, 
if you think about it, that's knocking the ball out is a lot easier than getting a sack. And um, there's a lot more stats, honestly. You can just knock the ball out. You don't even have to tackle the dude. So I mean, that's kind of been my mindset. And um, I feel like it's a, it's a big momentum changer. So if I can do that, I can definitely help the team win. If I can follow up for just one second. Uh, do you feel like you are getting more comfortable in this defense the more you've played in it and that you're starting to come into your own? Definitely. Um, I feel a lot of... I feel a lot comfortable with um, transitioning from linebacker to defensive end to doing certain drops, certain rushes. And I feel like everybody's really coming into their own inside the defense. Um, we just have to, you know, focus on the details a little more and uh, fix a couple things. And I feel like we can, we can really take this thing to another level. Brian, uh, with, it, it seems like that there may be more kind of double teams, you know, going against you now, especially with some of the injuries on, on the defense. It, have you noticed that? And, and how, how, are you, how are you working around that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty annoying. Um, but, yeah, I got to figure out ways to, to, you know, not let that slow me down. Um, I mean, pretty much come, we'll probably have some games or certain techniques to, to get around those chips and those double teams. But uh, we'll figure it out throughout the week. Josh Klein and then Skylar Callahan. Ryan, uh, see you're rocking that mask. Do you have a Spider-Man mask? Seems right up your alley. I actually, I'm actually getting one customized. You'll see that soon. Okay. That, that was my first question. I also <laughs> have, a, have a follow-up football question. Um, how much easier does it make it on you guys? So I know that obviously there are a lot of uh, – some of the guys in your edge room who have been moving inside, whether it's FA. I know uh, Etor could do it too. Um mm -hmm. For for to make that move from edge rusher to three tech, what kind of a physical transformation does that take? Well, one you have to have the size for it. That's a one, so you don't get punched out of there. Um, two, when you go inside into that three tech or or one tech, whatever whatever it is, everything speeds up. So you don't have as much time as you do to set up your steps or set up your hands or whatever movements you want to do from the outside. Because when you go into three technique, everything is a lot more condensed. So you don't have a lot of time to um, to really push anything up the field because everything is so close. But, yeah, everything just speeds up in there. Hey, Brian, i got a, a quick three-parter here for you. One, how long did it take you to perfect that Spider-Man pose? Two, what would you rate it looking back on it? And three, how many more times do you want to display it this season? Uh, it took a day. I rated 10, and I need to do it every time I get a sack. Did I answer everything? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right, let's go to Sharon Thorsland and then back to Josh Klein. Brian, uh, when you look at Todd Gurley and what he's been doing with the Falcons this season, I mean, what makes him such a, a special back? And um, do you always obviously have to be ready for him to to really let loose? Um, yeah, he's been doing he's been doing pretty good. Um, I say that uh, he can get the defense committing in one gap and bounce to the next gap. That's something that he does very well, um, especially with the, the blocking scheme they got going on. He can really sell one gap that he's a, he, he, you think he's about to hit and bounce right out of it and uh, make a big play. So um, that's, that's just what I see from him, and uh, he does that pretty well. Brian, uh, Coach Rule said that, that yesterday you guys had a couple of um... – like my bad uh, gap issues during during run plays where they kind of got away from you. Mm -hmm. how, as a player, how do you eliminate those? Um, it's just about doing your one eleven. I mean, 
you just got to stay in your gap. You can't get too nosy. You can't feel like you can't feel like you have to make every play. And that's something I have a problem with. Um, sometimes I feel like I got to make every play, but um, I mean, as long as you do your job and just stay disciplined in your gaps, don't don't allow anyone to take you out to gap or you being nosy take you out to gap. Everything should be fine, in my opinion. All right, guys, we only time for, simple. We only time for three more. So let's go to Joe Person and then Jonathan Alexander. Finish with Miles Simmons. And what are the advantages and disadvantages of playing a team like the Falcons so quickly after you just faced? Well, the advantage in my point is that we're getting back to ball fast. I mean, you know how this long week, yeah, I, I want to play right now. Um, the only disadvantage is that you don't get as much time as to prepare, but they got the same amount of time as we have. So, honestly, I think it's an even playing field. Uh, we're both coming off tough losses, and um, I feel like it's just who, who wants it more. That's what's going to come down to Thursday night. But um, I'm just glad to get back to some ball real fast. Hey, what's up, Brian? I hope you're doing well, man. Doing good. I, I missed the first couple questions, so I apologize. But I just wanted to ask if you could take me through that little dip move that you did to get around um, my man's over there at left tackle. So um, basically, I took a couple inside moves um, before that dip move. And um, when I got to his side, I kind of felt them out, gave him a little outside rush, but I didn't really like go straight speed on him just yet. And I felt like I could take the edge. So I got me a great get off. And then the, the rest before that, I didn't lean into him as much as I would have because I was kind of saving it up for this. And uh, when I knew it was a play that I, I had to get a sack, or I knew it was passed, got a great get off. Uh, shot my arm, got him to shoot his punch. He shot right over my shoulder. I dipped into it and uh, straight that. Brian, uh, when it comes to third down, I mean, obviously that's something that you guys want to correct. Um, but when you have these third and medium situations, are there things that you guys feel like you can do to uh, just be better in them and, and not give up so many third down conversions? Um. Yeah, one, you got to win first and second down. That can get you out of the third and medium, and that can make it more difficult for them to pick up the first down. So that's that's the main key of how you win third down is to win first and second. So we got into a lot of third and four, third and two. Those are hard to, you know, to keep them from getting the first down. So we really got to focus on first and second. And when we do get into third and longs, we have to get off the field. Rush, coverage, everything included. Everybody got to work together to get off the field because we just can't allow, I don't know how much it was, 12 or 14 or 11 or 13, whatever it was, something like that. That's just unacceptable. Yeah, hey, Greg. Um, I guess just uh, when you have to come in mid-game, um, for Russell, uh, how do you think that you did yesterday? And, uh, you know, on the short week, do you feel like your body is ready to play on Thursday if necessary? Um, I didn't think I did a bad job just try to come in and help with the team, help the team as much as I can. Um, coach, you said stay ready at all times, you know, what's next. So that's my mindset of what's next. And uh, my body feels pretty good, man. I'm ready to go. Let's go to Joe Person for the next question. Hey, Greg, good to see you, man. Um, we've heard Rule talk about how this is sort of like an evaluation year. 
pretty much like the whole roster. And is that, uh, you know, that kind of exciting for you? You, you, you know, starting fresh with a new coaching staff and, and do you kind of view opportunities like uh, Sunday and this week uh, in that, in that lens? Um, yeah, every day you go out there, fight for your job. So just my goal is to go out there and just help my team as much as possible. The rest will take care of yourself. Um, play next to one of these, play next to these guys is truly fun. So when I actually when I get out there, it's actually like, oh crap, here we go guys. Let's have fun now. So that's my approach to everything. I just try to go out there, do what I can, help the team and be positive. All right, let's go to Miles Simmons for the next question. Greg, uh, I have a couple, one more on topic and then one a little bit off. But uh, how do you feel like you have improved throughout the course of the season and to what do you attribute that improvement? Um, Really just um, handwork, feet. Um, Coach Myers has been really – a lot of emphasis on being heavy feet and heavy hands. So um, using my hands, using my length that God gave me, and uh, that's just it's all coming together. You know, all everything's kind of slowing down for me in game speed. So you had another pretty significant block yesterday. <laughs> too. Uh, do is that fun when you get to see that on film? Oh, uh, it's fun. Uh, I try to like look over sometimes, but coach like, man, you did good there, man. Be proud of yourself. So. Um, my goal is that my goal is to go in the game and just try to make an impact as much as possible and help my team when areas I can. So if that's giving a big block and helping with some energy, man, that's, that's my job. So just go in there and uh, play hard. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Elena Getzenberg. Hey, Greg. Uh, Teddy talked about um, Taylor Moten's spike ability mm-hmm. uh, after touchdowns. Um, how how what would it mean for you to get to get the chance to to spike after after a touchdown and how how do you rate yourself or rank yourself I guess in terms of the offensive linemen uh, in terms of your spike ability in the end zone? Um, Timo, <laughs> Timo's last the first spike he had I think it went like fourteen feet in the air so I was like okay I can't match that one but uh I can give you a little some some but uh if if I got a chance to spike the ball man it'll be great. It'd be a great opportunity just because of um, being out there with those guys and that's just brotherhood and that's just like a little thing y'all do, you know what I'm saying? So it's fun to us. We have a good time doing it. Um, I, I don't know where I rank. We've only seen Timo really spike it, so that'd be fun to see who had the biggest spike, but it's just a blast going out there, playing those guys every down, so. Hey, Greg. Um, I know last year you were dealing with injuries and everything, but just in terms of comfort and like how much more fun you're having you know with this team how do you kind of feel like you're comfortable with this offense maybe compared to how everything was last year just how this year overall is going for you um this year is pretty good man um just really knowing the guys um we've been doing like extra stuff kind of like like little team things inside the facility i just know your players better you know i think that's a big thing uh know your teammates because now you know who you're playing for you kind of know what they stand for in their background instead of another face, another name, you know, it's kind of like you're coming a brother. You kind of um, fight for them. So um, last year, I turned the page from last year, um, a lot of ups and downs, but this year is positive. So I'm just going to keep going forward. If I could ask just one more, I was curious for you, what is it like, like to kind of always be ready on the side? You know, you come in a lot in and out during games this year. Is there anything you do to kind of make sure you're ready to go whenever your number's called? 
not really. I'm just on edge of the whole game. Just oh crap, there it goes here, here it goes. So uh, it was funny yesterday um, before I went in. I was like, I didn't know I was talking out loud, but I was like, I'm gonna be one of these dudes. And Coach Rule standing next to me. He's like, Oh yeah, that's what we have you for. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know I was actually speaking out loud, but uh, you know, just staying ready all times and just being into the game. You gotta know what's going on, like you're like you're a starter. So just locking in, staying focused, and chest on top of the uh, mid-game adjustments. So when I do go in, I'm up to speed. Let's go to Jason Huber and then back to Miles Simmons. Hey, Greg. Uh, I have a question for you just about Brian Burns. I mean, you came in with him last year. What's it like facing him in practice every day and then seeing him when he gets on the field and just kind of his abilities? Oh, man, Brian is a talented guy, man. Um, he's real slippery. He's real um, patient. Patient with his um his moves. He's gonna wait till you show yours, and he's so quick he can counter before you can even see it. And so, um, come on, with Brian, man. We just said we keep working hard, getting better. And man, he's been he's been playing hard. You can tell um he had a good off season when he came into camp. He was energetic, getting sacks, getting back there. So us is going um us going one on one at practice day in day out is helping both of us, you know. So. Greg, not to put too much emphasis on this, but how, why is it that Taylor always gets to spike the ball when you guys get into the end? I don't know. Uh, I think it started in um, training camp when, like, we had got one on the defense, and Coach Rule was like, hey, I want, this, I want the defense to feel this, so when y'all score, celebrate and get a good spike. And so ever since then, we kind of just did it, and Timo did it the first time, so we just give it to Timo.